Chula do this. Chula do this. Just don't get it, Scott. I'm the good-looking spider. (laughs) Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. We are in June. I know my months. So we're at the beginning of June, which is anime month. Uh, But this first movie that we're doing is not anime. I just want to watch it. So (laughs) animated. Yeah, animated. But I don't want to keep saying animate animation month and then it's all just anime after this. So we pulled a absolute favorite from my past. Uh, I know a lot of these lines get thrown out all the time. I know me and D-Pal constantly are just yelling things. Wally has a really Mm -hmm. good version of uh, the song that Tanya sings. He does the beginning part really good. Uh, I can kind of scream it too. But we watched American Tale, Bible Goes West. So the sequel to American Tale. (laughs) Uh, So the the original director or the animator was Don Bluth. So if you know that name, he did like Secret of Nymph and uh, what's the dinosaur ones? Land Before Time. Arrested Arrested Development? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he had a banana stand. Uh, (laughs) So he did a lot of other stuff, but he didn't come back for this one. Uh, Spielberg had a lot of issues with him. Surprisingly, he had a lot of issues with a, with a few other people. So the the big song in this movie, Dreams to Dream, was going to be recorded by Celine Dion, but she had issues with Spielberg and his whole company. So they gave it to Linda Ronstadt. She did um, one of these the big songs in the first movie. But it's all right. Celine Dion, Celine Dion went off to do Beauty and the Beast with Peebo Bryson. Mm. And Gross. Speaking of Beauty and the Beast... Bible Goes West came out November 22nd, 1991, the same day that Beauty and the Beast came out. So uh, that is a gigantic reason that this movie made the money it did, uh, because Disney straight just waffle stomped them. Uh, Great movie, but, you know, it's when something bigger and better is happening. They're like, oh, shoot. Uh, This was Jimmy Stewart's or James Stewart. He He pulled like a Jim Carrey and called himself James Carrey to be more professional. But it's Jimmy Stewart's last film. And you kind of hear in his voice. He's very, very old. So he played Wiley Burt. It's weird that he would call himself James Stewart at this point. Like, you're already in your, like, 80s. Yeah. Like, you've been known as Jimmy Jimmy your whole life. Like, do you really need to go by James now? Maybe he went went by James outside of being in the movies. You know what? I'm fucking tired of everyone calling me fucking Jimmy. My name is James, goddammit. (laughs) I'm not so a terrible boy anymore. Yeah, so I haven't seen a Jimmy Stewart movie. I'm an adult. Fuck me. I'm an adult. Hey, Martha, that weird oh. kid back out there. Yeah. Oh, I'm an adult. <laughs> oh, he's coming to get me. Right. Look at me. Look at me. Started swinging a bat. Uh, John Cleese turned down the role of Cogsworth to play Cat or Wall in this movie. Good choice. Yeah. Uh, he did great. I mean, Cogsworth would have been good, but I don't know. I like this one a lot more. I like that he couldn't hold back the meows when he was talking. Meow. Meow. Uh, <laughs> the, speaking of that, this was the voice acting debut of John Cleese. He did a ton of animation after this, so this was the first one. So it was either this or Beauty and the Beast. They happened all at the same time. So, But I think he had way more lines in this, and he was actually the villain. So he, Cogsworth had a lot of lines. Yeah. But, but but Catterwall had several scenes yeah. where he was the main feature of that scene. Several. 
straight just speeches. A couple of monologues. Yeah, a couple of yeah. monologues. Yeah. So John Cleese, I could see it instantly. He was like, nah, I want to do that one. <laughs> I'm the villain? Hell yeah. I'll do it. So I haven't watched the original Five of Ghosts. I mean, American Tale Jesus in a very long time. There are people I out there that say that movie. that movie is better than Five of Ghosts West. I am one of those people. Uh, those people are dead wrong. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I don't want to fight. There are those who have never seen the first one. Hey, mm. have you seen this one? That that's all that matters. That, that's, yeah, that's all that matters. You saw the. They're the both. They're mm. both movies. Ooh, Damn, Taco. Taco. <laughs> too old. You got him watching kids' movies. You don't like it. Taco acting like we didn't watch this movie like once a week for a long time when we were kids. Yep, and then, an an <laughs> and then oh, I watched well. it as an adult. I watched it as an adult. I don't take taco. All right, next. Keep going. We'll okay. get to that. So, like always, we'll go through the story pretty quick. Less than 30 minutes. God damn it. And then... <laughs> oh, look at Greg. He got no shirt on. Uh, he covered his nipples. Greg. He got no oh. nipples. So, uh, he got no nipples. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll go through the story, and then we'll talk about favorite and least favorite characters. So, this is four years after the original film. Uh, people have changed their professions. In the original, wasn't the dad like a tailor? No. He did no, violence he was, in that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a violent guy. Okay, I thought he did something yeah, different. It's, he's literally fought, like Fiddler on the Roof Mouse. That's like the whole point. <laughs> that's his real title. He's Fiddler the on dad. Tradition. <laughs> like, that's his character. That's what yeah, they pulled yeah. from. If I were a wealthy man. Yeah, if I were a rich mouse. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Squeaky, 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 squeaky. <laughs> I would eat up all the cheese. <laughs> uh, future Otis, splice that out. I like that. That's whole situation. Okay, so uh, the Mouskowitz family, that's such a really good name. Uh, they find out that America's really not as fancy as they thought it would be. New York is not as fancy as they thought it would be. I mean, they get to the it does, it does, Yeah, it doesn't get fancier when they go out west. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Just less crowded, not fancy. Yeah, just less, I suppose. Just so, less crowded. Uh, yeah, Fievel's, he's spending his days thinking about Wiley Burp, so uh, he's a legend in this world. At first, I thought it was like a cartoon or something that he was believing in, but no, Wiley Burp's a real dude that just did work on evil cats when he was younger and hanging out with Tiger. Yeah, Tiger. And all of them just having fun until one night. Oh no, cats just run into the slums and just start wrecking shit. And so you see and so you see Catterwall, uh, he's kind of sitting back and he's like, don't kill him, don't eat him, just fuck the place up. I got a plan. And all these evil cats just run in. I remember this as a kid. It was such a cool scene. Uh, things are getting destroyed. Five was trying to be brave and very scary because these cats are the size difference between the cats and the mice are absurd. Katie was like, God damn, those mice are small. Their cats are gigantic. It's both. Well, yeah, they're mice. What do you expect? They're mice. And so mice. Uh, the Mousequids family, they end up in the sewer in a can of, I don't know, tobacco or something. Or tuna or something. Yeah, something like that. Some, yeah, a discarded yeah. can. They're in some can. And so they meet a mouse marionette being piloted by Catterwall. They, they don't know it's a marionette. They think it's a Mouse like them, but how dumb on them, by the way. It's got a longer body and shit, but uh, the mouse tells them about the West, and there's a town where cats and mice live together, 
You never have to be afraid. And you can get there too. And they're like, holy shit, that's way better than stank ass New York. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. To Green and, River. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Green River. And so the dad, uh, I can't remember his name. Dad, dad, dad Mouskowitz. Mr. Mouskowitz, uh, man. Yeah. He's like, let's do this. Like, you know, we'll, we'll get we something better. Lose, our house literally just got wrecked by alley cats. Yeah. True. Right. We ain't got shit here. Yeah. Those cats just like destroyed the place. So we have no real home anymore. So. Uh, they set off toward the train station and Fievel sends uh, Tiger, his best friend, a note telling him that, hey, we're leaving and hopefully I see you again. I love you. Tiger just like got dumped by his girlfriend, Miss Kitty. Who is also going west. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and so he's sad. And so he decides that he wants to get back with the family. So he's going to chase down Fievel because the train shouldn't have, you know, started by now. And I like this, the metaphor of like the mice have their own like situation in the world like they have their own train person to get them onto the little shoebox that they all sit in and stuff and uh tiger gets to the train but then he falls off onto another train and he's going the opposite way and he falls in water uh tiger has a whole situation this entire movie it's uh dom de and he is comedic relief one of the best voices ever uh when i think of dom de i think of kusala gooba goop from dexter's laboratory one of the best characters. He told he told everybody if you turn your lips inside out, you look like Jimmy Carter. And I never forget that line. <laughs> and how to make a Pepe wrap, which I do not ever want to eat. <laughs> just tell me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think? Felt like I just ate a tub of meat. <laughs> so uh, Tiger is just getting destroyed and falling in water. Oh, he gets picked up by a fishing boat, and then the second he lands out of the net, he starts flopping like a fish because <laughs> yeah, he shit it. He didn't want to get caught, but then he gets scooted away. So Tiger's on his way also, but in a very shitty, dangerous path. So Fievel can't sleep, and he's a shitty child, so he goes out and just looks for danger on the train, and he finds the mouse that gave him the tickets to get there, and he finds out that that dude ain't real, and he listens to the story that Catterwall is going to, he wants to eat all the mice, and so instead of just, you know, running up on them and eating them, He's like, I have a better plan. We'll get him to Green River and have them build shit for us. And then we'll eat him. And it'll be better. We'll have a saloon and all this stuff afterward. They're like, dang, that's kind of fucked up, bro. He's like, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> and so Fievel accidentally falls down. Well, the marionette falls into a sandwich. And he like chews on it a little bit. But then he falls down and Caterwall actually lets Fievel go. He's like, oh, little mouse. He's like, if I killed you now. There'd be questions, and then our plan would fall apart. So I'm going to let you go, little dude. And then he tells his, like, second-in-command, Mr. Uh, T.R. Chula, the dude, the Flying R, which I guess just Flying R. Flying R. Flying R. And so uh, the plan is to just make it seem like Fievel fell off the train, and oh, no, he's going to (laughs) die. And it actually works out. He actually distracts Fievel and yeets his little ass off of the the tracks. He slips and falls. (laughs) And so Tiger's in, I mean, Fievel is in the desert and, you know, he'll die and no one knows the secret. So they actually get to Green River and uh, the Mouskowitz family, they pick a spot by the water tower. They're like, yeah, everyone's fighting for all these spots, but you go toward the water. That's the important thing. Uh, right as Chula is blocking off the water. <laughs> so uh, Catawall has... He's in control of the water and everything. And so he tells the mice, like, help us build the new saloon. 
and you know like like the plan was before help the business build a saloon and then we can make this place uh utopia for cats and mice and they're like hey that's a pretty cool idea so Fievel and tiger are both wandering through the desert on the verge of death and uh after seeing multiple uh uh what's the word mirages uh they actually meet each other and they think that they're just mirages and so they go opposite ways they're like hey tiger mirage he's like hey five mirage <laughs> they just keep walking so uh that night five is getting attacked by a, what a bird a falcon vulture yeah a hawk hawk. Kind of. hawk that's the bird i didn't say uh and he's on the verge of death and then he meets a scorpion and he's getting swung on so five having a bad time tiger actually gets jumped <laughs> by these uh indian mice native american American mice mice. i know i know uh (laughs) engines right right before right before the uh native american mice dump him the movie is enough about the mice so no they actually have a name they're called mouse Mousehicans. yeah because indians did this native americans they did that a bunch yeah Yeah, they actually did so uh, there's a <laughs> there's a scene where Tiger's walking and a skeleton like sits up real quick and it's like the bones is like shaking and he turns around and it goes back down. He's like, oh, <laughs> he just keeps turning and the, the skeleton starts dancing. He's like, oh, moving skeleton. Nah, that ain't real. <laughs> so he gets jumped. So Tiger is on the verge of getting cooked by the the mice and then they see this giant like not even a statue just a formation a of rock rocks. formation and it looks just like tiger <laughs> so they're like oh he's our god <laughs> so uh tiger's living the life he's getting food from the mice and he's not on the verge of death so Fievel falls the hawk actually grabs Fievel and then he falls down and uh him and tiger meet and they're like it's great i'm so happy to see you hey you gotta come with me to green river my family and all the other mice are on the verge of getting eaten by the cats. And he's like, hey, I'll meet you there later. These guys, I can't just run off because they'll jump me and, and take me back. So I'll meet you there later. You can get the Green River real quick if you take tumbleweed. <laughs> so he jumps on the tumbleweed and scoots off the Green River to the song of Rawhide. And it's the version from the Blues Brothers, which is probably the best version of Rawhide. Yep. Ronnie Yates tune. Playing an E. Mm-hmm good mountain tune it is a good mountain key so he gets to green river he finds his family and he's like hey those cats are gonna eat us and they're like you're silly silly old fievel you probably got fucking like i don't know dehydrated thing of crazy stuff yeah heat stroke yeah heat stroke these mice are nice you little dumbass cats are nice yeah yeah because he also Before he mentions everything else. Yeah. So uh, he actually, uh, Tanya is in the saloon because uh, she wants to be a singer this whole time. I forgot about the side story. There's multiple little side stories happening, like Tiger's Misadventures. And Tanya wants to be a singer. And uh, there's another story happening. I guess the whole like surviving in the West thing and then five story well they're i guess yeah yeah so they're making the grandstand for the mice the mice are like building a grandstand yeah so uh five meets up with 
the evil mice one more uh, evil cats one more time and here's more of this the plan so when they're done building the saloon they're going to build a stage and the stage is not just a stage it's a mousetrap and they're all going to get their heads cut off and they're going to eat the mice <laughs> i guess that's it just have one big meal and that would be the end of it which is kind of dumb yeah mouse burgers ate them systematically you'd have more mouse burgers mouse burgers <laughs> I don't know why the tarantula wants a mouse burger. Yeah, why? I mean, mice. I mean, spiders eat mice. Spiders so. eat mice. Yeah. Yeah, he probably eat one too. So, uh, Fievel decides that he is going to fight, which is really dumb against giant cats, and he stabs Catawall in the butt with a fork, and then he like goes through the ceiling and loses his clothes, and he meets. I don't know if that's his like owner or just a lady that instantly loves a cat and is like, "You're my cat now." Well, she says pussy like 18 times, so. Yeah, well, yeah. oh, pussy poo. So she grabs him and is like, this is my cat now. And he's like, get the fuck off me, woman. And he gets back out. And so uh, Catawall's like, I'm going to eat this little dude. And then he stops because he hears Tanya sing. <laughs> she actually is really good at singing. And so he decides that Tanya is going to put on a show at the saloon for all the cats. So she meets up with Miss Kitty and then sings probably one of the coolest songs I love in this just i don't know any cartoon the uh what i don't even know the the name of the song the girl you left behind the girl you left behind yeah that's probably the name of it so while this song is playing and tanya's singing for the cats and they're all getting hype Fievel is fighting for his absolute life against mr chula and uh many lines that have been said still to this day come for this <laughs> so when i play video games and i miss i get you know bullets don't hit me i say you miss boogalips so it's a mix of this and my mom come on like saying boogalips a lot because <laughs> chula gets shot at and they miss and he calls the guy a booger face <laughs> and he died his bullet so it's a mix but i said that for absolute decades so you miss boogalips and then uh yeah he gets sprayed in the face by perfume and i'm in pain uh john lovitz is absolutely amazing in this movie uh, one of the best parts of it, and we'll talk about that later. So, Fievel actually gets away. Mm-hmm. Yes, he gets away from Chula, and then he tells Tanya, we need to get the fuck out of here. You know, we're all going to die. <laughs> but Tanya's way too hype about the... the fact that she has a job and can sing now. Yeah, she's like, my people, people need me. And so he's like, damn, Tanya's gone. <laughs> So he runs up and finds Wiley Burp because he is the law in that town. The sheriff. Though he likes to just sleep. Because he's an old dog. Yeah, but there's like shit going down. But eh. So he tells Wiley that shit's going down. These cats are bad and he needs help. And he's like, okay, I'll, I'll help you, kid. But do you got anybody else that can help out? You know, it's just like me. It's not enough to take out these cats. I need someone else. Because you're just a tiny little mouse. And so he's like, Yeah, he's like, I know a guy. I'll be right back. So he goes back to Tiger and he tells him, like, hey, you know, I saw a really pretty cat there. And if you save the day, she'll be like, Oh my God, I love you so much. And then the perfume of Miss Kitty was actually in his hat. And so the perfume comes out and Tiger smells it. He's like, Oh my God. He's like, It's my girl. And so he goes and decides to get trained by Wiley Burp and probably one of the funniest scenes the back half of this movie is amazing so wiley burp teaches tiger how to be a dog because apparently being a dog is 
a lot better than just cats fighting each yeah, other. That's what scares cats is dogs. That's the only thing that's going to scare the bad guy cats is the dogs. Yeah. So he teaches them how to walk like a dog and act like a dog. And Tiger's just kind of fucking through everything. He's like, hey, you know, it's uh, <laughs> he's like purring and rolling around and stuff. And so he teaches them a move called the lazy eye, which I will talk about that later. It's one of my seven words, but it's absolutely just popping your eyes out. So like in the new guy in that movie, uh, <laughs> he gets taught that uh, I forgot what it's called in that movie, just the stare or something to do it. It's a crazy just, eye, isn't it? Yeah, just to scare people. And like if people start asking too many questions, you just pop like an eye like out and look at people and they'll stop asking questions. So lazy eye is one of the biggest moves, and he teaches Tiger how to bark. So they're in a cave or mine shaft, and he starts barking all to the tune of a version of rodeo which won't get you sued but it's just about the song rodeo as katie brought up she's like this sounds like that fucking song rodeo i'm like almost yep <laughs> almost pretty pretty damn close dude it was so close <laughs> yeah it's like so if you don't know like that song from the beef commercials like beef what's for dinner like it's like that song is what's for dinner so uh it's not hard to make a western tune with a like concert band there's probably you know things you can do but tiger learns to be a dog and he gives him a little badge that says fido on it and so they head off to take on the cats and so in this world oh there is a gun i was about to say there's no guns in this world but there is a gun later but they all use slingshots like there are guns and so it's a western a legit western people get shot way too far away and just fall into things because that's what you do in a fucking western and uh, Wiley Burt, they both kind of scoot off because this cat pulls out like this super duper slingshot that's got like six or seven on there. And his slingshot gets taken away. But Tiger sees Miss Kitty in danger. And then the mice are about to get mouse trapped. And so he just hulks out. <laughs> he rages for sure. Yeah, he starts barking. And then he just goes ham and he saves Miss Kitty. And they save the day. And they launch off the cats and Mr. Chula into a, what was it, a mail post bag. Mm-hmm. And then the train ganks them up. And then, hey, it's that big booby lady from the beginning of the, well, in the middle of the movie. And Mr. Catterwall gets grabbed again. And he's actually in an outfit this time with a bonnet and little little booties. So he's like, damn. So he, he vows revenge, but Adorable. I doubt we'll ever see him again. I didn't watch the other movies, so I don't know if he was in any of them. No, he does not come back. So, uh, but yeah, so Green River, the water tower gets opened, and so flowers instantly bloom because that's what water does. And everyone's happy. Everyone's shooting off their imaginary guns as they would would do in a western like this. And Tanya's a famous singer, and the dad's playing his his violin fiddle. Opens a music shop. Yes, and so everyone's happy. And then uh, Wiley Burp gives Fievel his badge. And he's like, I'm old. <laughs> and, you know. I'm going to go die now. Right. Corner. <laughs> I'm going to find a dark corner and just. He really did, bro. Yep. He really just started walking off like, man, yep, I'm about to go die. over that mountain and just die. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to find me a, 
buzzard chow. You know how it. yeah, you know how cats like to go into the garage and then die hiding in a corner. That's what I was about to do <laughs> right was, now. He was pulling the slingshot back with his toes and had it like right Jesus. in his mouth. Just <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, Hucko. No, he was gonna die because he's old as fuck. He pointed that slingshot to the roof of his mouth and pulled it back with his toe. Sign. Roof of his Jesus. mouth be demolished. <laughs> all, five, all five will hear as he's walking his way. Yes. Like, what was that? So uh that was Five Goes West. That was the fastest I've ever talked about this movie. Uh, but no, it's it's great. There are some issues. There are uh the main plot gets kind of pushed to the side multiple times. And like, no, nah, we're gonna talk about this real quick. Like, well, they only they only had seventy five minutes, and yes. that doesn't and that doesn't include the credits. So they only had like an hour to tell a movie. Yeah, they were absolutely scooting in this movie, but it's it's funny. Like Fievel falls off the train, and then it's like the story of Tiger, and then it's like Fievel pops up, goes back to Tiger, and then Tiger gets trained by Wiley Burp. And then Tiger saves the day. So it's like, it's really weird. Like, that's kind of, it's kind of my problem with this. It's, it's very fast. It's very hurried. Uh, I don't see that much. There's not that much development in characters. And yeah, they didn't have time for that. Like, who's the hero in this one? Is it Fievel or is it Tiger? Tiger. Both. Okay. Well, I like Tiger did the grunt work and then Fievel shot the gun off he, well he got he brought the whole plan together mm-hmm. yeah, i guess he was it's just like, was there <laughs> and he's, he's like that he's like that kid that a team brings along you know like, just like oh this is tiger was guy. trans you know so it's like it's a very i, I got, Tom, I got something movie, to say about but that at the same time weird about that later okay so let's yeah, talk I'm about not. everyone's favorite character in five goes west steve um, I'm actually going with uh, Mr. Catterwall, uh, John Cleese. I thought yeah. was great. Uh, he was hilarious. His John Cle- listening to John Cleese attempt to sound country and say y'all a bunch of times <laughs> really made me laugh. Y'all. Yeah, it was, y'all. And he just kept putting it in there, like after every sentence, he's like, "Yeah, so we're gonna go out to the west and get a new town." Y'all. I'm like John Cleese. You sound so bad trying to be country, and it's hilarious. There was one time where he says, "You all of these thoughts." Oh, y'all, y'all. yeah. <laughs> and I just, I just, I just really like John Cleese in this movie. I thought he was great. Uh, that the cat was like the only one that seemed to know what was happening with everything. So, yeah. And then he wore a top hat. I'm like, what kind of dope ass cat wears a top hat? And a monocle, fancy. Yeah. Boobs. Like he got, he got shot through that roof, and that that lady was like, "Just get in my titties." Well, I just say "pussy" a bunch of times. Not even "pussy poo." She pussy, said "pussy, pussy, pussy, pussy." Yeah, pussy, and she pussy. just all just motorboat with the cat. Like Jesus Christ, with them big old boobies. <laughs> so that that made me laugh. But yeah, John Cleese's uh, cat, Mister Catawall, was my favorite character. Um, Daniel, man, you know there there's quite a few that I like. Uh, Catterwall's one of them just because you know he's dripping in heat the whole time with that top hat monocle. Like, <laughs> that's that's big dick energy right there, man. Uh, and he had pretty much the perfect plan if it wasn't for that stupid little rat. Um, <laughs> and obviously, Chula. I'm not gonna say one, about Chula. yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, go, stop go. taking everybody's shit. I'll go with Catterwall. Uh, that, that, like I said, that my man's was dripping in heat the whole time with that cape top hat, can't fuck with him. Uh, his little monologue when he was marionetting, talking about uh, 
a suave, debonair, sophisticated. I was like, dude, this guy here fucks <laughs> big time. <laughs> so yeah, Catterall. <laughs> uh, Greg. Uh, uh, man, I'll go with uh, I go with Tiger. Um, the, the first half, of the, the first half of this movie in general is is fairly meh. So no one really stands out in the first half of the film, but I feel like once Tiger started cooking, he started to he started to grow on me. I wasn't crazy about him at first, but I think I particularly enjoyed him when he was going through his training to become a dog, and everything was just so very cat like initially. And I need you to growl. <laughs> <laughs> He's like rolling around. Like, yeah. yeah, it was like rolling the dirt. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> wow! The <laughs> The very unnecessarily elaborate way that he fetched the bone, though. <laughs> <laughs> and it ended up bent paw, other, other paw on his, on his hip presenting the bone. I mean, yeah, but you can see a cat doing that. That's that's exactly how cats go grab stuff when they're assholes. Just, eh, whatever. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I he was so extra with all that shit. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It was great. I really enjoyed that, for sure. Uh, go ahead, Steve. I already went. God dang it. Uh, taco. Uh, I'll go with Chula. <laughs> I thought I thought John Cleese did a brilliant job. I mean, not John Cleese. Uh, he did. Uh, John Lovitz did a brilliant job with that stupid spider. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was just he was just crazy. He didn't have a whole lot of lines, but he was a lot of fun and they stood out and he just kept spitting in everyone's face. He sure he the fuck did. In Catterwall's face. Yeah, like he spit in Catterwall's face. He's just nasty. And yeah, the idea of him throwing the the mouse off the train and calling it the. Okay, yeah, I'm confused. Is it the the close captioning said the the flying the screaming yeah, ah, but the flying ah, or the screaming ah. Yeah. Or is oh, it okay. The, yeah. That makes more sense. I thought it's just an R. They just said it funny. No, like the screaming ah. As he yeah. tosses him off the train, <laughs> I, 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 I found I found him to be very enjoyable. And yeah, the line "bugger face." <laughs> <laughs> he turned around and yelled that hard yeah. at that. Yeah, he that, that he was yelling, <laughs> shaking his head, and "bugger face." This was really <laughs> funny. So um, I, I I enjoyed I enjoyed Chula. Go ahead, Otis and Katie. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on uh, the camp with Taco Chula. Uh, from the beginning, when I was a little kid, Chula was absolutely the best character in this movie. Uh, obviously, Tiger is amazing. The back half of this movie is all about Tiger. Just trying not to be a lazy piece of shit and actually becoming <laughs> a dog to save his girl. Uh, but yeah, the, the whole training scene with Tiger is absolutely amazing. Just when he like puffs himself up, he just falls off that like cliff and he's like, I hurt myself. <laughs> when he makes the squeaky toy sound. Yeah, when he's walking around. Just, yeah. Squeak, 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 yeah. squeak. It's funny. Like, he he had always had that squeak on him. He's like, can you not just walk normal? <laughs> but uh, no, it's, it's, yeah, Tiger. But no, I had to go with Chula. I have to. He's my favorite. So, Katie. Chula, man. Uh, my favorite character was Miss Kitty. Um, she was a badass bitch in the first half when she basically gave up the love of her life to do what was best for her life. Uh, and then in the second half, when she was actually in 
Green Rivers. She was a like mm. what is it? A mentor to Hooker. Tanya. Not a hooker. <laughs> a mentor. She was a madam taco. She was a madam taco. She was a mentor to Tanya. And in a whorehouse. She did not give a fuck. How could it be a whorehouse? She was the only female. It's a, it's a cheap whorehouse. See, you, you know what cats do when they're in heat? <laughs> no one's in heat here. Jesus. She was, she was, she was the best. Around. She didn't give a fuck about Catterwall big trying to big dick it and get in her face. She was yeah, like, she really bitch, didn't. I'll fucking fight you. Yeah, get she, in my face. She really didn't care. She no. said, come at me in that dressing room. She didn't give a fuck. Miss Kitty was the best. Went to you mm. at the whorehouse. Yes. So, Katie, what was your least favorite character? Catterwall. Because he was mm. a bitch. Oh, yeah. I don't know, he's a bad guy. <laughs> so, he's a bitch. Well, Katie doesn't like bad guys. She's very go good guys. No, it doesn't have to do with me not liking the bad guy. The question is every every time least... we have a movie, it's the bad guy is your least favorite. So go good guy. The option is least favorite. Like, what do you want me to choose? The baby mouse? Like <laughs> you know the I, one that I, said I, zero I, words and had nothing to do with the Here comes, plot? here comes Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Greg has something to say about baby mouse. Children oh, mouse. I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I do not have anything to say about baby like, mouse. <laughs> There's like five characters in this movie and all of them are great. Catterwall is the least favorite because he's a bitch. Says you. Oh. I don't care. <laughs> Go listen to Groban. Whatever. <laughs> Thanks, baby. Uh, Greg. Uh, let's, hear, let's hear what's wrong with Baby Mouse. I, I was kidding. I don't have any beef with Baby Mouse. I promise I do not. <laughs> I paid her no mind. Although I could maybe fault her for not... No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right, Katie. All these characters are pretty decent. It's hard to really choose a one that you disliked. So it's definitely a least favorite for sure as opposed to disliking anybody. Yeah. So I'll go with Papa Mouse get quits. Quits, mouse, mouse quits. Papa Mouse quits. Only because I think his 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 violin playing is fairly poor. That's all. What are you talking about, man? He went up there and played his, his heart out and distracted that cat with that like nasty. I'm like, oh man, he's great at the violin. With that tremolo. Yeah, but, I was like, maybe he maybe he's good at making them, not so much playing. Yeah, which is interesting. Mm, or he did it on purpose. I mean, Adolf Sachs. I mean that one that sax. one point he did on purpose, but at the end when he's playing the violin, it's garbage. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. Or the violin, or the violin he makes are garbage, and they just sound bad. I mean, mouth size. I don't know what he's getting the ingredients from, but yeah, (laughs) the ingredients, huh? What is this? A a pie? Not a lot of space for like an RPG or something. Fuck you. Not a (laughs) lot of space for. Well, then get then find a better instrument to make that translates to better sound when you need a tiny. Yeah, like saxophone. None of them. Probably a trumpet, honestly. Do a flute would probably work just fine. Or a bugle, honestly. Greg, who's next? I was waiting for you guys to finish your conversation on instrumentations of mice. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall who's not gone. Uh, only only you and Katie have, but... Okay. Well, you go Okay. Uh, my least favorite is... Um, I'm going to go with Wyatt Burp, actually. Uh <laughs> 
I remember as a kid him doing a lot more in this movie, but I also remember this movie not being an hour long when I was a kid. So right, uh, so I forget longer. a lot of stuff. He doesn't do anything. He's just an old fucking Jimmy Stewart voice hack, and I don't like Jimmy Stewart to begin with. Like his voice, I want to punch him in the face. Oh no! Like no, shut the fuck up. I hate that voice so much, and I know that's what he's known for. It's it's a fucking dumb voice. Oh, uh, look out, Chris. Yeah, and then just watching the movie, I was like, oh, you didn't really do anything. You're an old, lazy piece of shit. And, uh, yeah, Tiger does all the work. And just like, oh, I gotta be a dog. And, <laughs> fuck him. You did not sound that bad. Let me hear you bark. I, yeah, let me he hear just, you He bark. always sounds like he struggles with the English language. He well, sounds he like he's 150 when this fucking doesn't movie matter. That's what he yeah, well, sounded like. He go back and watch his old, yeah. Go back and watch his old movies when he's young. He sounds like an old fucking man that doesn't know English. He, fuck Jim, Jimmy Stewart. He was old forever. Yeah. Old James Stewart sounds like he's in the middle of having a stroke the entire time <laughs> of his acting career. Well, no, he might have been. Oh, yeah. oh, well, oh. it was a long, it was a long stroke. But yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, and like I said, White Burp doesn't really do anything, and then he just leaves at the end. So, good good job, uh, Taco. Slingshot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Miley's favorite is Fievel, you know, it's he because he's a stupid child that just <laughs> himself, he, he, like he, he just admits to hearing everything and then telling him, I'm gonna tell everyone. Well, like, well, then you gotta die, like, don't admit that to a bad guy that's going to eat you, just wait till ever, like, seriously, he's just an idiot, he's in the way all the time, uh. Oh, and he's got that little kid scream that's like high-pitched yeah. nails on chalkboard. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Which I makes no children. sense because he's supposed to be 12. Well, he's he's a, he's a mouse. He's got tiny vocal cords. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it, it's it's really annoying. It takes away from the movie. <laughs> I can't, it's just, I don't care for Fievel for at a all. Called also, like, all of a sudden, he has a magic hat that just like turns into yeah. a cowboy hat. Like, Bro, I always wanted the hat. I wanted a reversible. That doesn't make any. Whitney's over here yelling, "It's reversible!" Shut up! No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was reversible. Yeah. Yes, yes. It was reversible was cowboy hat. I don't even know what the other type of hat is, but it was it's like a newsie, a little newsie. Everything's little newsboy hat. Little, little Russian Jewish kid hat. That's what the yeah. other hat was. <laughs> Whatever that is, it's just Bible's Bible's very man. annoying character, and he's too loud and i don't care for him and he he's also has a knack for getting lost like he's just a dumb kid for a film that's called <laughs> five goes he, he, he tends to be fairly secondary for a good portion yeah mm-hmm. tiger like tiger it. tiger's more about this movie than anything so yeah uh, i forget, ahead, I I forget about five uh, oh, wait no I, daniel I, daniel yeah. sorry i'm gonna tiger goes i'm gonna keep going with this uh five bashing yeah, he's a little shit, little pot licking kid. Can't stay out of trouble. <laughs> Endangering his family to go fight a fucking cat. Like his mom and dad are yelling at him, hey, get in this tuna can so we can be safe. Now nah, I'm gonna go fight this cat with no weapons, with my fist. <laughs> like, seriously, bro. And then he's gonna openly endanger his father's life twice because his dad was ready to jump out the jump out the box car to go after him when he got dr- Screaming odd, <clears throat> yeah. Just you know, just being a little shit kid, whatever. And then, yeah, fuck him. 
<laughs> yeah. All Fuck right. Him. Yeah. Fuck him. All right. I mean, well said. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. I mean, he... eloquent. Just indeed, very. <laughs> God, I'm sorry, man. I watched it today, and the whole time I was like, "This kid is just dumb." That's most movies with like a kid as the lead. You don't. It's, you don't. When I watch them now, I get mad. Like ah, the kid needs to like. <laughs> like, like, why do you wake up in the middle of the night? What what are you doing in the middle of the night in the train? I don't know. He sleeps like three hours and he gets into shenanigans. <laughs> he woke up in the middle of the night, dumb kid. Stay your ass asleep. Well, <laughs> if he didn't, Daniel, that all the mice would have died. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He anyway, saved the enti- he saved the entire Bronx borough of, of mice. He didn't do shit. His tiger foolery saved the day. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, let's go ahead, Otis. Otis. So. Uh, I actually wrote down Fievel's family. Like, if I fell off a train and then I found my family again, I'm like, bro, those cats and that spider, like, knocked me off the train. They're trying to eat us. And they're like, that's a heat stroke. I'm like, no, I'm telling the fucking truth. Help me. Help me help you. <laughs> I saw them do this. Uh, no one believes Fievel because he's a, just a dumb little kid. Uh, very brave. But bravery and idiocy is very close to each other. They, those two things date a lot. Uh, but yeah, now his family for not believing him, because like, real talk, if I like survived some shit I should have died from, you better believe every goddamn word I said. Like they threw me off the train, man. We need to fight or something. So uh, his family's poop. So let's do seven word synopsis. I only have one because uh, I was enjoying myself watching this movie. So it's Having seizures on command is a weapon. So uh, when Tiger does the lazy eye for the first time, uh, it's a legit like grandma like fucking seizure he has. And he just like <laughs> jiggles and foams and just falls over. Uh, when he does, I guess the real lazy eye, him and Wiley Burt, just their bodies just go out of control and their eyes are popping out and everybody's like, oh, sweet Jesus, you know? Uh, so yeah, you can't tell me that the lazy eye is not a seizure. <laughs> it's absolutely a seizure. Uh, Katie, Wiley Burp's lazy eye is just rabies. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> rabies. <laughs> rabies for don't need to be put down. <laughs> just like, his eyes pop out and he starts shaking, and then his mouth starts foaming. Like that's rabies. Yeah, he's gonna go old, old yeller himself. Yeah. <laughs> He has like Dude. rabies on command. It's not a seizure. It's rabies. <laughs> it's both. <laughs> well, the rabies is why everyone gets fucking scared of him. Like, oh, yeah, he does get foamy. Yeah, he gets all foamy and like all the animals, everyone knows when a fucking dog gets foamy, you fucking run away. Damn. <laughs> oh, yeah, rabies is no joke. Yeah. Uh, frothy dog. Yeah, frothy dog. Uh, Steve. You you know when the when the tower breaks, it's like that water is gonna evaporate pretty quick. Yeah, but it like, made all the flowers, Steve. Yeah, and and then the town's gonna dry up and not have a water supply. Oh, they're like happy ending. Oh wait, everyone's dead in a few few days. Got well, it. I assume the humans would like. Oh, what happened to the water thing? Well, let's get some more water in there. I don't know. It exploded. <laughs> so it's it's not like it just had a leak in it. It just it you blew know. Up. 
<laughs> damn those cats people... blowing up the damn water. <laughs> no, those people water are, tower. Well, the the town kill people, town. The town people of Green River are real chill about a mouse infestation. Yeah, and it's not like they were just mice running around. They were mice enclosed building little cities like yeah. out, out front, right yeah, in front like, of their buildings. It was like, the late 1800s. A, a, a whole community. Yeah, they, I mean, they were also fine with the mice in New York. Like when the, the, the train conductor picks up his watch that that mouse is holding, he didn't oh, see you that. Know, yeah, you know he, he sees that rat. He didn't see that fat, fat mouse in a train conductor outfit getting dragged up with the watch. Like they're not that small. <laughs> like those people were just dumb. <laughs> They live in harmony, Steve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With the filthy animals. So maybe the humans are the worst characters in this film. Maybe, because they also, maybe. yeah, that, the, big, the big busty lady didn't care that that cat came busting up through the floor. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it seem like she knew the cat. Yeah. Well, that's I how think... probably, as you probably ran away from her a long time ago. Yeah, she's like, oh shit, you're not dead. <laughs> Yep, I'm gonna just jam your face between my titties for reasons unknown to anybody. <laughs> oh, she knew that oh yeah, they were out here, like just like yeah. <laughs> you have to like bury a cat because they want to leave. Like when I hug Bella, I put her to my chest. I'm like, love me, motherfucker. Where you going? She's gonna run. So, but I don't have boobs. So. Bella likes mine, so that's all I got. Yeah, I like them too. Gross. Uh, mm-hmm. Greg, move on from the awkwardness of that. Even American mice eventually become indentured servants. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Get them, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Not American mice. Now, Greg. Immigrant no, they're mice. immigrant. They're they, immigrant they mice. This they're immigrant mice. Immigrants. That's why they built the city. They well, they helped build the nation. So I'm gonna call them American. Damn it. <laughs> they came here illegally, Greg. They were legal. They went through Ellis Island. Yeah, but they hit, they stowed away on the boats. Greg didn't see that first movie. He didn't get to see that part. Yeah, they've been there for four years. I count it. It counts. <laughs> that means nothing. My point no, is, if you're living here, my point is, if you're living here, <laughs> you too can become an indentured servant. Yeah. <laughs> the next Greggy. Depot. Uh, I got three. Miss Kitty went west to get interspecies. <laughs> In her explanation to Tiger, she's like, I'm leaving you because I'm t- I just don't want just a cat. I'm I want a cat that acts like a dog. So she was she was all about Tiger when she thought he was a dog. That's what I'm saying. Like she went out for some interspecies. Uh, she was up there. She's like, "Ooh, who's that new dog? He can get it." Yep. Verbatim. Dogs and cats living That's together. A whole house in Texas. Yeah. So Madam Kitty, Madam Kitty Cat wanted house. to get a, a little hysteria. dog peen. Little dog peen. Little red rocket. Um, yep. <laughs> a little. <laughs> uh, cat or wall had too much sauce. Had, not like I said, man. Man, had too much sauce for, for this movie. Uh, and then my last one, Chula bought too much heat to Green River. That's the man. <laughs> uh, who's left? Taco. Taco. Go ahead, boy. Jewish mice, trans cat. All right. Uh, Katie. 
You got to repeat yourself. Well, we froze. It Say it froze. again. Oh, we don't have to repeat it. Goosh <laughs> <laughs> mice, trans cat. This is progressive. Smooth <laughs> woke. Ninety one. Progressive for its time. Trans Who's trans? Uh, Tiger. He Tiger. was a dog. Yeah. Oh. Um, that's not trans. Trans is oh, trans. Oh, you gonna you gonna you gonna tell him he can't tell be a dog? What is and what oh, isn't? Ah, we, no, we I'm not saying it. he can't pretend to be a dog. I'm saying that's not trans. Trans would be changing his gender. He'd still be a cat, and he'd just be a female cat. He was uh, he was a dog completely. in a cat's body. Maybe he's not transgender. He's trans species. It's still trans. Uh, yeah. That scene, that scene in Fury Road, where the girls were in trouble, and and like Max points, he's like, "That's a trap." The second <laughs> they said that, the trans. The brothers wait on somebody to say something. I'm not, about it. I'm not saying shit about it. I, I was like, who's trans in this movie? Nah, that's a trap. That's, that, that's, that's a trap. trap. That's a trap. They were waiting on that. Uh, oh, I mean, it was if like if you if you you know what? Never mind. Like, the fact that you asked like who's trans, like it was pretty fucking obvious, but that's fine. Also, Tiger was very effeminate and was very comfortable with it, but he was not that's, comfortable that's in, kind of body in order to win. Yeah. But that's Dom DeLuise. Do. A lot of his characters are the same way like that. Like, who's a gooba goop? Like, loves women, but just the way he acts is very silly. And He was a step away from being Elliot Page. But you were. Katie. Did you, good job. Sherry went. I already went. All right, then Otis. Yeah, you, you were the last one. And I already oh, went, too. That's right. Then let's do this. So this movie came out November twenty second, nineteen ninety one. What do you guys think the budget for this film was, Katie? Four million. Taco. Ten million dollars. Steve. Uh, two million. Steve, pal. Five million. Five million. Greggy. I am Steve. You have to stop picking him last, by the way, or at oh, least he's just gonna say switch that anyway. it up every week. He was going to say it anyway, but yeah, yeah he, he already looked it up. Yeah, but still, don't pick him last every time. Why? Because Why you steal everyone's birds. Because <laughs> <laughs> I collect W's. <laughs> okay, so the budget for Five Goes West was $16.5 million. Whoa. Taco, come on down. How? How, bro? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot because there's a lot of music in it, and there's a lot. Steven Spielberg just threw money at it. Like I want the best animation, even though it wasn't. Yeah, you know? it wasn't like if if Beauty and the Beast came out the same day. I was like, Beauty and the Beast animation blows this shit out the water. There were several audio hey, uh, fuck exactly. ups too. Jimmy Stewart costs a lot of money. He oh, there's a reason that Beauty and the Beast six million dollars better. Yeah. So it yeah, it, there's a lot of things that were against us. So oh, what do you guys think? The, what do you guys think the box office for Five Goes West was, Katie? <laughs> mm, Twenty six million. Twenty six. Taco. We go with twenty. Steve, you said it came out the exact same day as Beauty and the Beast, right? Exact same day. Oh man, twelve million. Mm. Deep pal. 
this bid brought to you by Red Bull. Congratulations, Sergio Perez, on your first win at Red Bull Formula One racing. <laughs> because uh, Lewis Hamilton crashed in the very beginning. No, because Hamilton tried to get aggressive and burned out. Well, yeah, he just anyway. went straight off the... Anyway, all right. Anyway, uh, my bid is... Uh, let's go with 15. 15. So the box office for Five Goes West was $40.8 million. Oh, wow. So what? it made money, but uh, talking to the right people, this was a commercial failure. Everyone thought that this movie was going to make all the bucks. Like the same, like the movie that came out at the same time. Uh, yeah, I can tell you which one I saw in the theater, and it wasn't this one. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, we'll probably never do it on here, but it made four hundred and forty million dollars. Saw it, both of these in the theater. It did work. So yeah, I was uh, like, I do remember seeing this one in the theater. I did not. Uh, I Ron watched neither. It's the not going to drag us to a fucking movie. We'd have done dumb stuff. I saw this on VHS. Yep, when this too. movie came out my town only had one theater and it only had like three screens on it so we got one kids movie and two adult films and guess which one they chose yeah <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. grand prairie had two so if it wasn't at one it was at the other yep. <laughs> but also movie 16 had 16 th- screens so we were we were blessed <laughs> yeah. hashtag Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> Hashtag With all the movie screens. But yeah, uh, a lot of the reviews said uh, the music, the characters, just the, like the way it looked was amazing. They did say the pacing was a bit much. And then just some characters having to be the main character. Just they were there, but you know, it was other people. It, it was weird. Uh, but no, this movie's great. I love it. I will say, you know, these kids movies. Uh, I'm not as bothered <laughs> by the kids' voices and screams and stuff uh, as some of my friends. And I, it does hurt sometimes. Uh, there are movies. Children laughing together hurts me. Uh, but the screams and stuff, Bothers I'm fine with that. me too because they're up to something no good. Yeah, but kids <laughs> laughing for some reason. I, I get mad. But uh, It's not but, so much the kids' voices that you know, bother me. Snappers? It's, it's the plot and the shenanigans that happen in kids' movies. As an adult, I look back, I'm like, this movie is just dumb. Yeah. Not this one in particular, but a lot of kids' movies. I was like, man, I understand they're for children, so they make the plot make sense to kids. But as an adult, you're like, wow, there's no depth to this plot whatsoever, and it's kind of dumb. Yeah, I feel bad for parents back then that had to like sit in the theater with them. They probably just went to sleep. Kids' movie, kids' movies today ain't much better. That Falcon or Eagle or whatever it was should have snatched Five up without him even noticing. Oh, right? speaking of, how come nobody talked about the little Mousekins being goddamn like bosses? They were like, whatever, there's a cat, kill it, cook it. Fuck that. A hawk, kill it, cook it. They fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. they no, should have they they yeah, cooked that, that hawk. Like, Jesus no, Christ, did. man. Well, I'm sure like, Usually, when they sent five on his way, the, they walked by with a little chicken. Yeah. Usually they were, you know, mice run away from cats and stuff. They were like, nah, fuck that. That's food. And they just. <laughs> yeah, they shot they, a flaming popcorn ball at it. Yeah, they shot. They shot that hawk out the sky. They're like, that's dinner. It was like, usually mice run away from those birds. They, they showed they them like, gathering vegetables out of the desert. Like, where'd all this food come from? Yeah. <laughs> they oh. were feeding tiger. So I was like, honestly, Fievel should have got the mouse eacons to help him out because they would have killed all them goddamn cats. Oh, yeah. They would have came with oh, weapons yeah. and shit. <laughs> they had to lit that place up. <laughs> oh, man. Our movie would have been bloodier. Yeah, so, they walked by with a chick with a with a chicken carcass or with a yep. rotisserie. Oh yeah, chicken. no, they yeah. shot that thing out of the sky and then ate it. 
Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> okay. Uh, does anybody have anything else to say about Five Goes West? Good movie. It's okay. It's a children's movie, so if you're listening to this, you're probably an adult. Don't waste your time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was trying to find a way to shoehorn this bad boy in, and I was like, "Well, watch an anime. It's closer than fucking Predator." So, <laughs> but it's not though. Predator's story is probably closer to an anime. Story it's a cl- it's a step closer to anime because it's. A <laughs> Get out my face! <laughs> I'm just saying, if an anime came out with the exact same story as Predator, I bet that would be more likely to occur than something that comes out with the exact same story as this. Oh, bro, that'd be legit. <laughs> Predator anime, gimme. So, uh, yeah, all our other picks this month will be legit animes. There'll be some to make us cry. I'm not going to cry, but other people will cry more for Thanks. me. Not crying. Uh, hopefully, we watch a very deep one that has a lot of questions. Uh, good music, but it's weird. Uh, but there's some good ones. Uh, we've worked out what we want to do. Uh, 100% we're watching a Lupin the Third, probably more than one. So I'm very pumped. No, we're only doing one. No, oh no, we as a as a ah. whole will be watching more than one as a brand. Yes, the but, whole of Allentown will watch more than one. Yes. So, uh, if you have any questions about why did I pick this movie in Anime Month, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown at Gmail We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. So, uh, for everyone here, my boys in Texas, and for Katie and Bella, she walked right by a couple times and hit the mic. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back very soon with another anime film, <laughs> with, with a anime film. Uh, and I'm very excited. This is one of my favorite months. And then we go into what? Comic books next, right? Or is action? I don't remember. We are at the beginning of this month. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we still got a while, so I don't know. Uh, time. Moves. We've got seven more. If you told exactly. me we'd have been in June now, I would have been like, you a lie. So we're in June, so. October will be here very fast. I'll be like, oh, God, I'm old. Actually, October will be here in the same amount of time that it would normally be here, but that's fine. Yes. Oh. oh. Yeah, don't, squ- don't squint at me like that. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Learn how to time better. You think you're so cute with your logic <laughs> and, your, <laughs> and your reasoning skills. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, thank you so much for listening. I'll be back very soon with another episode. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. 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 This motherfucker wore a fucking Charizard card around his neck. <laughs>